Nice. Nice. Glory. <laughs> a furnace of love is a believer's heart. Amen? Do you have a cold reptile heart of the red dragon? The red dragon's got a cold, dead, icy, outer space heart. It's called a stony heart. Amen? I'd rather you be cold than lukewarm. Because then he'll spit you out of his mouth. Depart from me, you worker of iniquity. You doer of your own thing. You built sandcastles in your soul. I don't even know what you were doing with your Christian life. I didn't authorize a single one of your works, says the Lord Jesus Christ to like 99% of Christian Christianity and Christian churches and everything you call Christ that's not Christ, but actually Satan. That's not a harsh rebuke. That is 100% accurate. We've been living for the devil, thinking the devil is Jesus, the angel of light that deceives. God didn't build buildings. When are you guys going to wake up? God didn't build buildings. He tore buildings down. He destroyed the temple. You serve God in sorcery, not righteousness. And if it's not you, let it hit the person behind you so they can get set free by the truth of the spirit of prophecy. God didn't build a single building since Pentecost. Not one. Man did that in partnership with the religious devil. Oh my God! You've been serving God in sorcery. That's why they violently oppose the two witnesses. That's why they hate the apostolic and prophetic witness sent from the throne of God. That's why they persecute and murder the members of the church of the firstborn in heaven, because they are the false church of the earth. I mean, you're born in heaven. Are you going to live an earthly Christian existence after you're born in heaven? John chapter 3, if you studied out, Jesus tells Nicodemus to be born above in heaven. You've been born below. Do buildings serve God from below? Yes, that's the tail. Those building systems are the tail. Always have been, always will be. Well, they're going to be destroyed by Mount Zion, no? Because Mount Zion comes from above. And everyone that serves God from below is an enemy of those who serve Him above. It's not complicated stuff. It's just whose magic spell is on your brain? Jesus's or Satan's? Oh, Jesus doesn't have a magic spell. You're demon-possessed. He does. It's called a trance and an ecstasy. A Jesus blood trance be upon your carnal mind and your brain so that you're not bewitched. I mean, have you ever met a Christian not bewitched? I have, but they're the rarest people in all the world. I'm not going to say it's just like eight. No, no, that would be inaccurate. But I'm not going to lie to you and tell you it's more than 7,000. That'd be a lie from hell in the whole world. The potent sorcery of Babylon the Great deceives all bloodlines, DNA, nations, all flesh, all flesh, all brains, all skulls. 
That's what the Bible says. Deceives all. A-L-L. And people come around pretending like they're not bewitched, you know, and I got the hyper-spirituality, and you get, they learn the language of the sons of God, and they think they're spiritual, and I'm a son of God too, and they don't even have 1% of the apostolic and prophetic anointing working in their bowels of compassion. So when they're exposed to being liars, fakes, wannabes, posers, imitations, and servants of the angel of light, Satan, that deceives, they get angry at us. You have to grow up spiritually from sperm. I mean, that's the best thing ever happened to you. Enjoy your spiritual childhood. I have every day for 19 years. There's not one day in the last 19 years that I did not have fun with God. This thing has been awesome. This is so fun. When I got saved in 99, I was going on the adventure of a lifetime. I mean, it was just, woo, snap, crackle, pop, paralyzed, carried out hand and foot by four pastors, struck dead, with scales falling off my eyes. I felt physical dragon scales go swoop, and I came out of the red dragon for the first time since I was probably 12 years old. When I reached that age of, you know, whatever, accountability where you can go to hell. Because it's true. And it's 12, bar mitzvah, bat mitzvah. It really is. At 12, you can decide, like a man or a woman, or a young man and a young woman, to serve God or Satan. I was a real idiot. At 12, I asked Satan into my heart. And I had demons crawling through me like a snake pit for six years. It was so crazy. I was so evil to my parents. To this day, my mom has totally forgiven me. My dad has too. We're very close, my whole family. My mom and dad both partner with Red Letter Ministries. How awesome is that? They watch nearly every episode. <laughs> it's the fruits of their labor. We've been through hell together. And now, let the good times roll. We're in heaven together, so it's like, wow. The Holy Ghost really is leading us into all truth. The scripture is true. The kingdom is real. God has been with us the entire time while we were bewitched in darkness, serving lust demons and serving pride demons and serving the mark of Cain on our foreheads in the magic spell of the fallen angel. Man, but those days are over for us. Those days are over for my family. And not just my family only, but for all the families of the world. <laughs> Mount Zion ends Satan's magic spell for the world. Revelation chapter 7 is happening right now. You're not living in a small time period. You're living in the climax of the ages. 75% of the souls that have ever lived in the history of the earth are alive and breathing on the face of the earth right now. You get eight, 8 billion people on the face of the earth right now. There's only been 10 billion people or so, they say, that have ever walked the planet. That's what the scholars say. And I believe that to be true. You know, David's day and Jesus' day, there was only a few million people on the whole planet. And now we have billions. Noah's 
assignment to populate the earth is fulfilled. These are the days of Noah and the covenant of Noah, not of natural destruction and natural disaster, but of the rainbow of the seven spirits of God and the morning star rising in her heart in Mount Zion, rising as chief of all the mountains in the last days. Those are verses from the Bible. Isaiah says the mountain of the Lord, Mount Zion, will rise as chief of all the mountains. And Revelation says there's seven mountains. People are like, oh, don't get weird on that Lance Walno stuff. I won't. I know he's a false teacher. Don't worry about it. Mount Zion assimilates these seven mountains like the Borg collective, like the Borg mothership. Assimilated. There's one mountain to rule them all. This ain't a seven mountain demon possessed idiot mandate of the horror of Babylon working in the flesh in the mark of Cain by being good stewards and human wisdom and your human abilities. What an abomination and trampling of the blood of the Lamb underfoot that is. This is the divine ability of Christ in you and the hope of your carnal mind realizing that glory of the living God in your spirit. He's in your spirit. And people get at that false humility and they have that religious spirit of condemnation on their brain and they're like, oh, I went off into some sin and I trampled the blood underfoot. I blasphemed the Holy Spirit. Man, you're so prideful. Sometimes I wish you would and rid the world of you. Return to your first love. My God, you people aren't even close enough to be like the angels that fell, that blasphemed the Holy Spirit. You have like no revelation. You have to be like angels in order to blaspheme the Holy Spirit. And these people have no revelation and they're stuck in their skulls in the curse of the law and they're like worrying about being good. I mean, this is absolute infancy in Christ. You could not be more infants in Christ than worrying about condemnation in the soul realm after being born again. All you gotta do is return to your spirit, crucify your carnal mind, and just enjoy your spiritual childhood. Get the religious demon off your head. It's an evil spirit. That's not God beating you up, telling you do's and don'ts. One a good angel on this shoulder, a bad angel on that shoulder. Do, 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 voodoo. It's witchcraft, externalism. It's Jezebel's control with the stars that fell from heaven. It's always outside you. And you notice how they always get locked in the natural elements? It's bewitchment. Galatians 3.3, having begun internally, trying to finish externally by something you can do for God. Like your human nature can help God be crucified with Christ. Your human nature, if it could help God, we would not even need a Jesus to die on the cross. That's what the old covenant was. Working for God in your human nature. The old covenant was human. The new covenant is a perfect covenant of God's Son who is divine, the Messiah. Have you yielded your own heart to His divine ability. That's why we got to get over our pride, all this false humility, all this striving, all this slaving, all the sandcastles of the soul. Return to God in Zion. Zion is the mountain of the Holy Spirit that you're born again of. When you're in your spirit 
in your spiritual stomach, in the bowels of compassion, 1 John chapter 3, it is written, you're in heaven. Now I know your mind doesn't believe it because you need to be transfigured by the renewing of your mind, but once you start feeling the glory, your mind begins to change and believe the Bible. These are all scriptures. This isn't far-off mysticism stuff. This is basic New Testament biblical Christianity that you've fallen away from by being bewitched in externalism of Jezebel and striving and serving in buildings that God did not build. You've been killing yourselves and wondering why bad things happened to me and I'm serving Satan thinking he's Jesus. Almost every Christian in the world serves the devil of light thinking it's Jesus. It's true. That's Satan's master plan, the diabolical genius, to rule the world after he was defeated on the cross, but no one lives in the abilities of the cross. They haven't even crossed over to the kingdom. They're serving Satan, the religious devil. And you'll know them by their fruit. Jesus warned the apostles, you'll have many false Christs. You'll have false prophets, false teachers, and false apostles everywhere. And the disciples were worried because they hadn't received the Holy Spirit or boldness yet. And they're like, Lord, we don't want to be deceived by the false appearing as the real. How will we know we're not following false teachers? He said, you'll know them by their fruit. They'll always have the bowels of compassion wide open. And no matter how much they're sinned against, they'll still love you. They'll always be in joy. They'll be the happiest people. Okay, Satan doesn't love. Satan doesn't have any sincere joy. Satan doesn't have any celestial glory. He's an angel of starlight. Those are dead, cold fireballs. Peter says the flames of the heavens will dissolve. That's the power of Satan and the celestial bodies in the heavens that warp your brains into an animal curse called the curse of the fall. But the morning star, the true light of God, rises in our heart and casts out the false light of religious pride. That's the great awakening. That's the time you're living in right now. And it's sovereignty. This ain't Billy Graham crusades and praying the sinner's prayer. You know, there's a time for that. God used it. I know there was some good fruit from it. I don't deny the good fruit. There was some fruit during the church age. I got saved during the church age, and 99 was still the church age. In the year 2000, well, guess what, guys? We entered the beginning of the kingdom age. The Gregorian calendar is correct. The Jewish calendar is wrong. Pharisees changed the Jewish calendar in the first century so that the Jewish calendar would not point to Jesus as the Messiah. It's over 200 years off. You are in the millennium reign of Christ. You are in the year 6018. The seventh day began 18 years ago. When will you wake up? It's true. And test these words. Test the fruit, please. The more you test me, the drunker you'll get. We've had people do 30 days fast trying to destroy me, certain that I was a devil and a false teacher. Ten days into their fast, Jesus Christ met them face to face, and they've been constantly drunk ever since. That was 10 years ago that happened to someone. Give me a break. If you are tested and offended by being tested, that is a sure sign you're a false teacher, a false prophet, and a false apostle. 
and your whole life is a religious lie. Test, test, test every spirit to see if it's from God. Test away. We love it. The more you cut us, the more we bleed the kingdom of heaven out. Right out of our bowels of compassion. We could care less. We're so mistreated. We're so persecuted. And we don't even feel bad about it. There's no self-pity here. This is exciting. Who cares what the demon-possessed dead in their animal nature feels towards Christ? We count it all joy when we suffer many trials. Mm-hmm. Tests of every kind. James, we count it all joy. Oh, yeah. These men were crucified. These men died. Horrible deaths. Antipas, God's servant in Revelation, was melted in a brazen bowl. They put him in a bowl of metal. That's what's written in Revelation. And my servant Antipas, who was martyred in your midst. They put him in a brazen bowl. The Romans and everyone that hates Christ and the Jezebel spirit you serve in your church buildings. And they lit a fire under it until it turned yellow and they melted him to death in a brazen bowl. I mean, these are men and women of God that just don't care anymore. You get so consumed in your heart, you'll do anything for him. And I know God will raise the standard. Some of these martyrs, when they were fed to the lion's den and gored by bulls, by the spectator's sports in the Colosseums of Rome, while their intestines were hanging out and they were ripped in half, gored by bulls, it is recorded, am I dead yet? Or have they released the bulls? They were so high in ecstasy in the Holy Spirit, they didn't even know that their lower half of their body was disconnected. I mean, I'm talking about ecstasy. Did you know the drunken glory is martyrdom glory? The ipso facto evidence, buddy, that you've been crucified with Christ and you're not a fake pretender, that you've paid the price to die to your humanity and live to His divinity. It's called the glory of God, the Shekinah glory, angelic ecstasy. And it's not just for mystical elites. It's not just for the super false apostles. No, it's for everyone who believes in Jesus to be filled with the river of fire the spirit of ecstasy and the mountain of Zion rising in your hearts, piercing your hearts. When Zion rises in your heart from your spirit in your belly, every last drop of you and the things that you liked in your old prideful nature as a goat and your old lustful nature as a calf serving the demons in this world, being lustful and immoral and religious, all of those things are taken out of your heart by the mountain of the Lord. You're made clean when you yield to Mount Jesus in your heart. And He'll rise right through your heart. That's the morning star rising in your heart. And it will come right out your head. And it will pierce out your forehead. And you'll be sealed with Jesus Christ written on your forehead. That's your glorified personality. That's the new name on your white stone of your skull glorified in the Shekinah of the mountain that burns with holy anointing oil through all your hearts and minds. And Mount Zion, as it burns you up, you won't even have to yell at people. You won't even be angry at your spouses or frustrated with all the wickedness around you in your city. You won't be tormented by sinners. Because when you actually sacrifice yourself 
and are not a hypocrite anymore, it will automatically burn up everyone around you. Automatically. Effortlessly. This is the mountain of God the Father. So you can actually just whisper things. And they come to pass. Effortlessly. And it's just fun. And you can just tease people with the peace of God. Being like, man, why are you striving so much? Why are you shouting at me? Just having fun. Just in Elijah's whirlwind. Having fun. Mocking all unbelief. Mocking all doubt. Mocking all pride and lust. Mocking every demon and devil in the universe into the lake of fire. Because we can. Because we're on the mountain of fire that burns. That if even an animal nature of a mark of a beast touches it, it must be stoned to death. And what's the stone? The stone the builders rejected that's become the chief cornerstone. Crushing their human animal nature to powder and blowing it away so that their spirit can rise on the mountain of the Lord and they can be 100% spiritual, raised from the dead while in the body, through all their hearts and minds renewed by grace in the name of Jesus Christ. Pray about becoming partners with Red Letter Ministries. Want to get a bus for the radio station? Get a tour bus going city to city in the USA? How cool would that be? Broadcasting via satellite every city, telling people where we're at, just opening up, broadcasting, Let's get this revival rolling. You support the revival when you donate to Red Letter Ministries. All your gifts are tax-exempt, tax-deductible, and we're doing a huge work here. Just ask the Holy Spirit and open the bowels of compassion and support the works of the Holy Spirit. RedLetterMen.com. Amen.